0: Hello. Today's devotion is based on Isaiah chapter thirty, verses eight to eighteen. Go now, write it on a tablet for them, inscribe it on a scroll, that for the days to come it may be an everlasting witness. For these are the rebellious people, deceitful children, children unwilling to listen to the Lord's instruction. They say to the seers, and see no more visions; and to the prophets, give us no more visions of what is right. Tell us pleasant things prophecy allusions leave this way get off this path and stop confronting us with the Holy One of Israel therefore this is what the Holy One of Israel says because you have rejected this message relied on oppression and dependent on deceit this sin will become for you like a high wall cracked and bulging that collapses suddenly in an instant it will break in pieces like pottery shattered so mercilessly But among its pieces not a fragment will be found, for taking coals from a hearth or or scooping water out of a cistern. This is what the Sovan Lord, the Holy Holy One of Israel, says. In repentance and rest is your salvation, in quietness and trust is your strength, but you would have none of it. You said, No, we will flee on horses, therefore you will flee. You said we will ride off on swift horses, therefore your pursuers will be swift. A thousand will flee at the threat of one, at the threat of five you will all flee away, till you are left like a flagstaff on a mountain top, like a banner on a hill. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you, therefore he will rise up to show you compassion, for the Lord is the God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Amen. Here ends the Bible reading. God waited. The Lord longs to be gracious to you. When Dennis Lavatov was just twelve, long before she became a renowned poet, she had the gumption to mail a package of pottery to the great poet T.S. Eliot. She then waited for a reply. Surprisingly, Eliot sent two pages of handwritten encouragement. In the preface to her collection, The Stream and the Sophia, she explained how the poems trace her own movement from agnosticism to Christian faith. It's powerful, then, to recognize how one of the later poems, Annunciation, narrates Mary's surrender to God. Noting the Holy Spirit's refusal to overwhelm Mary and his desire for Mary to freely receive the Christ child, these two words ablaze at the poem's center, God waited. In Mary's story, Levitov recognized her own. God waited, eager to love her. He would not force anything upon her. He waited. Isaiah inscribed this same reality, how God stood ready, eager with anticipation to shower Israel with tender love. The Lord longs to be gracious to you, to show you compassion. He was ready to flood His people with kindness, and yet God waited for them to willingly receive what He offered. It's a wonder that our Creator, the Saviour of the world, chooses to wait for us to welcome Him. The God who could easily overpower us practices humble patience. The Holy One waits for us. In what areas of your life has God been waiting for you? How might you surrender to Him? Let's think about it. God it boggles my mind that you wait for me. Wait for me? This makes me trust you, desire you. Please come, give me your full self. Amen.